0: Welcome to this episode of the Building Peak Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caruana, and this week I'm joined by Argo Sen. The comfort of shoppers and tenants is important, but precisely controlling environmental conditions takes an entirely new perspective when it comes to protecting the longevity of precious artefacts in museums. Argo Sen of CIM joins me to discuss how some of the old ways of environmental control in museums are being replaced by a new way of thinking. Welcome Argo, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah,
1: um, so uh, I started with, I started my career with uh, like a bit on a controls background. So I worked for Johnson Controls, um, started back in seven years back, um, did projects around uh, numerous designs like uh, hospitals, museums, um, then uh, office towers. While working through all those design projects, and then later on seeing those buildings operate, uh, it did strike me that there is no resemblance in the design intent and the operational intent. And when I saw CIM and what they are doing, it's exactly what I wanted to do myself as well. Uh, Just bringing back all those design concepts into operational, world and then feeding that back to the design world where the operational challenges are not were not being taken into considerations.
0: So one of the challenges that we face in this is we often think about environmental systems and we think about the comfort of the people inside buildings, but in museums the challenges are quite different aren't they? Because you're actually trying to protect artifacts and objects.
1: Absolutely. Um, look, uh, when, when we design a complex system, a, a complex environment like a museum we do have to consider the precise environment control that you need to have in that space. So from a design perspective the guy who is designing that job would be thinking these are the best possible outcomes or these are the best possible ways of how to do that and how to keep that level consistent.
0: So what sorts of things are we talking about there?
1: Uh, We're talking of humidity control we're talking of temperature control and to do that it's not often the most energy efficient way of how the the job is designed. The designer would only look at maintaining the conditions but not at the operational cost of it. So when we came to look at some of these museums and the data that it has and when it was trying to control to that precise level of temperature and humidity, what we realized is that the operational inefficiency to do that is huge. And why or how that could be um, a big problem on the long-term operational, um, from from a long-term operational perspective of, of the museum is Is what we wanted to dig into so um, we have been like trying to quantify why this humidity control the way that it has been done is not the best way of doing it and it took a lot of convincing to begin with but people are slowly trying to understand the importance of changing to a different control strategy, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, so
0: just to, on those, on what we're talking about in those environments, I guess in a museum, there's a number of different stakeholders that have got interest. For example, a patron visiting a museum wants to be able to see the painting or the sculpture or the, um, the relic or whatever it is, that artifact that they're trying to look at. So there's a whole question there about access for the public being able to get close enough to be able to see something. But on the other hand, the museum operators obviously got a concern with security, but they've also got a concern with making sure not only are the patrons comfortable physically so that the temperature's at a good place for them and good humidity and there's decent airflow, but also that the conditions for the people don't compromise the conditions for the artefacts and the objects inside the museum. Is that one of the really big challenges that exists there?
1: Yes and what that often leads to is the system fighting each other, where the cooling system would come and try and fight with the heating system, the humidifier would try and fight the dehumidification process and that is precisely the problem that we are trying to address in in which the way the system is controlled.
0: So you effectively got systems that one's pushing and one's pulling Absolutely. and the result is that both are actually working at stress and not as efficiently as they could because they're fighting rather than cooperating.
1: Even though the intent is to cooperate, but they often end up fighting. And the reason for that is humidity is what we measure and control to. It's, it's a very relative parameter. It's not an absolute value. So what I mean by that is, humidity is, what we measure is, the actual term is relative humidity. It's a function or a parameter of the temperature that we are measuring that against. So if I'm measuring 55% RH or relative humidity at 19 degrees versus if I'm measuring that at 23 degrees. The amount of actual humidity or the moisture content are completely different uh, scenarios. Yeah.
0: So, if I was, if I'm the owner of a, of a museum, mm. and you say fifty five percent at twenty fifty five percent relative humidity at twenty two degrees is actually different to fifty five percent at nineteen degrees. What does that actually mean in a practical sense?
1: At the end of the day, your artifacts and your comfort are more dependent on the absolute moisture content rather than our relative humidity.
0: So we're really trying to determine how much water is in the air, not the humidity, which is obviously, which is a function of both the moisture in the air and the temperature.
1: Correct. What we can measure is relative humidity, but there is, when we take that relative humidity and combine that with temperature, what comes up is a parameter called dew point, which is a far more absolute value and a value that you could control to on a more precise way that will give you the actual moisture content of the air.
0: So, that's a better way, for example, if we're trying to um, protect a particular asset in the museum, what we're really interested in is how much moisture is reaching that object. So, by better controlling the dew point, which is the measure of how much moisture there is actually in the air, we've got a better way of actually managing that asset and protecting that asset?
1: Correct. So to give you an analogy, if I'm talking of just pure temperature control, controlling to relative humidity is saying, I want hot air or cold air, whereas controlling to dew point is saying, I want 22 degree air. So that's precisely how the difference comes because hot air or cold air is still a relative thing or a subjective thing whereas this is more precise so we did implement this on certain sites that we have yes there were initial pushbacks on this and of course reason being people are actually wary of the fact that they do not want to uh, damage the artifacts and obviously they do not want to compromise on the people that are coming into the museums but once we started proving the facts with the data that we have on our system so we did trials on certain sites and certain areas where they were comfortable to do so Um, and once those data started speaking for itself and that has again been verified by their individual uh, people who does, our, does assessment of the indoor uh, air quality and environment. So they were actually happy with this con- control strategy and the results what we saw was first of all the systems were not fighting each other and the indoor conditions were maintained precisely how they should have been
0: so the benefit we're seeing here, instead of thinking about measuring and monitoring relative humidity by focusing on dew point, you're actually able to better manage the environment for those artifacts and for the people in the museum, it sounds, it seems, and also do it at less cost because systems are no longer fighting against each other. And the neat thing here is that the data told you what was going on yep. or what could happen, but as well as the peak platform telling you what was happening, you had independent verification that what was going on actually was the right thing to do for that environment. Absolutely. Right. So looking ahead, what are some of the other environmental factors? Is, is point the big one for now that you're focusing on with museums?
1: Yes, absolutely, because um, the humidity control has been the most inefficient uh, control strategy across those sort of assets, and this is what we're trying to roll out the other ones are pretty consistent uh, sort of issues across different other types of assets which is uh, which is pretty similar to what you see across any office building or um, any uh, airport or a retail center but this is very specific to the museums where you're doing humidity control where you could relate the same story to a hospital as well mm-hmm. but uh, museum is one thing and try and conveying that and convincing that to the hospital would be another challenge going ahead.
0: So is that one of the things here, is that we're actually, because we're challenging the old way of doing things, we're actually, need, people need to actually, need to understand better and be educated that when we're talking about the moisture in the air, relative humidity is exactly that. It's a relative measure, whereas dew point is the absolute number that is more useful. And,
1: um, absolutely convinced that with the data coming into our platform and the results that we will be delivering on these museums, this could eventually be rolled out to hospitals going ahead or any environment where humidity control is such a key parameter.
0: Well, thanks very much for that. It's been really, really helpful. Obviously, the museum environment is, much, is a more complex environment because we're not just dealing with people's comfort, but we're dealing with the longevity of particular, of particular objects. So it's great to be able to actually see that there are the data is now supporting a new way of doing things and making better decisions and that those decisions are now being verified independently as well. So thanks very much for your time today. No problem. Thanks for listening to the Building Peak Performance Podcast. If you'd like to ask us a question or share your ideas, please visit our website, cim.io, or email us at smarterbuildings at cim.io.